Apple's new MacBook Pro is about to be unleashed. On this episode of the Macworld Podcast, we'll preview the upcoming Apple event, talk about what we hope to see Macs with the next Apple chip, Mac OS Monterey, AirPods, and more. Stay tuned. Before we get on with the show, we have a word from our sponsor, Declutter. Ready to buy a new iPhone 13? You can save some money on that new iPhone by trading in your old phone for cash with Declutter. Declutter is the fast, easy, and totally free way to sell mobile phones, iPads, MacBooks, Apple Watches, and much more. Declutter pays up to 33% more than carriers, locks your valuation in for 28 days, and pays you quickly by PayPal or direct deposit. Visit Macworld.com slash trade in and use the code Macworld10, that's Macworld10, to get 10% extra for your trade in. That's Macworld.com slash trade in and use the code Macworld10 for an extra 10% with Declutter. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. On Tuesday, Apple announced an event for October 18th. Uh, The invite had the tagline of Unleashed uh, with a picture of the Apple logo in what looks like kind of a warp speed kind of effect. Hyperspace. So we all think that this is going to be the event where Apple finally releases the new MacBook Pro that's been rumored, I want to say, for almost over a year now. Uh, kind of, yeah. I mean, the we got the one last year that, you know, they said the MacBook Pro would be the first uh, Apple Silicon laptop. So that 13-inch came out, but there was nothing to it. It was just a new chip. And the redesign has been i mean bandied about for i mean at least a year we've been hearing about all these changes that are coming so yeah it's been a long yeah, time all the coming. first apple silicon all the first apple silicon Macs were same everything except for the chip like they didn't even um they didn't even change the batteries or, or anything they like pulled out the motherboard put in a new one there's all this empty space uh the first redesign stuff we got were the m1 max and the that's the iMac. route that, uh, uh, yeah, the M1 iMac, sorry, the 24-inch iMac, as Apple calls it. Uh, that's the route that we're expected to see from here on out is not just new silicon, but new designs and new uh, with new features, ports will come, ports will go, <laughs> like new cameras, whatever, yeah, different different things. So, Yeah, we. I mean, I assume a similar cadence to the iPhone or maybe, maybe even the, maybe the iPad where they won't like, it'll be a couple of years. They'll stick with the same general features and design, and then they'll add something new to it. Uh, whereas with Intel, it was very much the same laptop for a long time. Yes. Uh, you would get sometimes like a, uh, this port is now Thunderbolt three instead of Thunderbolt two or right. something like that, but it would, it, they looked the same. They, yeah. that, that metallic slab has been with us for far too long. I guess we should, we should start with those macro pros and say, we don't know that it's not going to be a silver metallic slab. It's supposed to have some design changes, but we don't know that it's necessarily going to be like colorful, like the, the 24 inch Macs are, yeah, or... the, the colors are rumored for the for the air, the next air, right? 
I would, it would be surprising if Apple all of a sudden added colors to the Pro, but maybe, you know, space gray, silver, and something else. The way they do iPhone Pros, you know, they, they, they do, it, everyone wants, <laughs> not everyone, many people want a, a space gray MacBook. <laughs> like, so, especially the Pro users and stuff. So that would not be a bad idea. Um, but we are expecting design changes like, in addition to the silicon, which well, I guess we'll talk about in a minute, um, slimmer bezels, two sizes, 14 and 16 inch, but like slimmer des- bezels around a display. So that 14 inch won't be bigger than the 13 inch you have now. Um, and the 16 inch will probably be s- the size of the old MacBook, the 15 inch MacBook Pro, the old 15, uh, smaller than the new 16. Um and we don't know about things like flat sides or anything like that, but we knew they say four Thunderbolt ports, um, which probably Thunderbolt three, maybe Thunderbolt four, which isn't that different. Oh, uh, SD card reader, HDMI, and they say the return of MagSafe, but that's that sounds weird to me because they just called MagSafe their iPhone magnetic attachment system thing. To, to use it for a different style of magnetic charging plug on the Mac would be weird. Yeah, I agree. Especially since Apple Watch, they could also call it MagSafe if they really wanted to. Right. And they, and they haven't. So yeah, maybe that kind of got a little bit lost in translation and they will, because uh, a rumor today said that it will have a new power brick. So perhaps yes. there's a new charging something or other, but yeah, I'd be surprised if all of a sudden they said, oh, this is also MagSafe, but it's different than the other MagSafe, but but don't get it confused with the actual MagSafe. Like, this what? is uh, <laughs> what, what sounds, I, I, I'm just going to kind of read tea leaves and make a weird prediction here, but the 24-inch iMac has a round circular magnetic plug that it plugs in, right. and it's because it's so thin that you can't put in a regular three-prong plug mm-hmm. it's too it's that would be too to deep. the to the back of the machine to the back of the machine it would not surprise me if um the new macbook pro had regular it charged through usb c power delivery like normal but on the power brick end of that cable was a similar sort of round magnetic plug-in okay like it plugged into its power adapter that way yep. not into the computer and it was, so you have a sort of magnetic breakaway and, and the one in the Mac is not meant to be a breakaway. It's, it's in no. there good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it's but this would anywhere. be sort of a magnetic breakaway from the power adapter end. And then the computer end, it's still USB power delivery. That would That's, be a very Apple thing to do to, that, to take yeah. a universal connector and make it un-universal. <laughs> well, it's the, the universal side is still, and you, uh, other USB C power delivery would still work. But the right. Apple power adapter would have that magnetic breakaway part. Yeah. That would kind of, I, I mean, I still miss MagSafe, but that would kind of still give them that, oh, you tripped over the cable, it came right. loose right. thing. Maybe. Yeah. And they don't have to call it MagSafe in that sense because it's not on the Mac. Or maybe they call it that, but it's a feature of the power adapter, like the the new power adapter with MagSafe or something, which it, what, I don't, I don't know why. You can't, you can't do iPhone accessories that have a certain ring of magnets and snap on and they're not all power things they're like cases and stuff and call that magsafe and then also just call your power plug for max magsafe that's that doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me 
I'll be happy to see that breakaway cable come back because I don't know how many times I've I've tripped over that cable and you would think that I would figure that out by now, but I, it goes I, yeah. without fail that I trip over that cable. Yeah, and it's and yeah, it's like it's hard. Your heart skips a beat every time, like seeing your Mac. <laughs> Am I going to break it? <laughs> so it's very. Yeah, I I want that to come back too. Um, I would also not be surprised if they did similar to the M1 Mac, put an Ethernet port on that power adapter and um, run networking through that same USB C charge cable. So you have one charge cable and then Ethernet plug-in from the power adapter if you want. Um, that would be kind of slick, and that would be a good workaround for how many ports and my pl- how many things am I plugging my Mac into and stuff, you know. But if these new MacBook Pros have battery life anything near the 13-inch MacBook Pro, I probably won't have to worry about plugging in my uh, the laptop that new laptop in as much because the battery life on the 13 inch and on the MacBook air mm. is just incredible. So hopefully we'll see that translate even with the more powerful processor. Hopefully yeah. The, that will translate um, over. the 16 inch, the current 16 inch is rated for uh, 11 hours, which is, you know, it's, that's decent. But as you say, the, the pro, the 13 inch pro M one is like 18 or yeah. something. You never actually so. get 11 hours either. Like, doing real work <laughs> looping a video at 125 nits or something. Yeah. But real work. And, and I, yeah, I totally agree with you, Roman. Like I, I don't do much work. I have the air and I don't do much work with it plugged in. I used to work with my laptop plugged in all the time. And, and now it's, I, I, I just work all day and then I just make sure I plug in at it. At night. Night, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have the 13 inch Pro, and I have the same thing. Like even sometimes at night, I'm just too lazy. I just leave it there, and it's fine. You know, yeah, it's the battery's fantastic. So this new processor has been dubbed the M1X. Mark Gurman came out with I don't. I think it was more him asking the question than uh, than actually speculating based on anything, any reports he's heard. But he's wondering if it's. He was wondering if they would actually call it the M1X and. Yeah, it's funny. He does things like that every now and again. Well, he'll he re- starts the reporting, and everyone picks it up, and then it goes on for five or six months, and then he like drops this random tweet, which it seems like an idle thought, but maybe not. It's like, well, maybe Apple won't do everything that I said that they would do six months ago. <laughs> it's almost like a way for him to cover his base. Maybe, yeah, a little a little hedging. <laughs> because as we learned with the iPhone 13, these rumors could not couldn't actually not happen i mean there were so many rumors that happened with the uh iphone or yeah with the iphone, uh, iPhone apple watch or the apple watch i'm sorry the apple watch yes yeah that's what i meant the apple watch and as as we said earlier the, it's been such a long road for this macbook pro and we know that there are lots of production issues and apple has seemingly had a pivot on other devices this year so it is possible that some of the things that we expect don't happen true but the, the M1X, to me, that naming, that nomenclature is fine. Apple has done the X thing before. It makes sense. There, The M1 is, uh, we mentioned this before, it is essentially the A14X. The X that they used to put into the iPad Pros, it, all, you, all they did was give it double the high performance cores, double the graphics cores, double the, the uh, memory band, uh, interface 
width and that's your X version. And that's what the M1 is. So now that they've already have something that they call the X, if they do that again for this new processor, more high performance, double high performance cores, double the GPU cores, wider memory bandwidth, call that the X. That works fine. It makes sense to me. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think they need to call it the M2 to distinguish it. Like it's, it'll be faster. Like that's Yeah. The M2 yeah. seems like the version that uh, would be the A15X that would be right. in the next Air and the next, you know, the lower end MacBooks. And then the next MacBook Pros will get the M2X, you know. X, right. Right. It's, so it's like they did with the iPad and the iPad Pro, like you were talking about. Uh, not the right. iPad, the iPhone and the iPad Pro. Like right. they, they distinguish it as a higher version of a similar chip. So the M1X has been rumored to have. I believe it's 10 total cores with eight performance cores and two efficiency cores. We've heard it uh, b- both ways. We've heard eight and 12, whether it's eight and two or eight and four. Eight and four makes sense to me, be- or, or, or even six and four makes sense because they have a, a sort of a logical block on the M1 of the four high efficiency cores, and you would just that would just keep go- translate over, right? You would just keep the whole block of four high efficiency cores, and all you would do is add high performance cores. Um, th- so that makes sense to me. Whether they add two more or four more, I don't know, <laughs> to the M1. In addition to the new processor, it's rumored to also have possibly a mini LED display. Yeah, that's looking more and more, um, what's the word I'm looking for, concrete, I guess, uh, in recent days. like It was kind of like maybe, maybe not. But a, a few sources have said that not not our sources <laughs> have said that it's going to have mini LED and possibly ProMotion as well, which would be a nice improvement. ProMotion would be huge. Yeah, yeah. mini LED will will almost certainly come with HDR um, as as a, just a natural consequence of having being able to adjust the backlighting on a bunch of zones like that, um, and that's huge. That's a that's an improvement. Macs have never had that. Um, but the um, but also doing a high refresh rate thing would be enormous. That would be so great. That would finally be Apple really catching up with a lot of high end Windows laptops that have variable refresh rate or high refresh rate displays. It makes a huge difference. We've all seen just what, it, what difference it makes on the iPhone and the iPad. Um, and it can be it can be a battery life win if they're really smart about clocking it down to a lower refresh rate when you don't need it. Yeah. And uh, displays another one of those areas where, you know, they're good. They're really good displays on the MacBooks, but they haven't really had a leap since like Retina, what was that? 2012. Yeah. And they've basically been the same, you know, brightness here, um, you know, uh, color, uh, color, gamut, whatever, yeah, the, improvements. The adding true tone and stuff. Yeah. Like, true tone, but it hasn't been like this, like wow factor in a while. And that would, mm. the uh, mini led would, be probably brighter um, and the, the promotion would be awesome. So what about the touch bar? Do you guys think this new MacBook Pro is going to have a touch bar? Yeah, I don't, I, it, it's, I'm still not convinced on that rumor. Like, you know, we've, we've gone back and forth on the touch bar. We've debated it. I don't, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And it is a pro, like it does, a, it separates the pro, like the, especially with the 13 inch, the, the MacBook Air from the MacBook Pro. That's really the main difference. It would surprise me if Apple just abandoned it 
because some people don't like it. I I think they would. I, I my guess is Apple's going to abandon it for cost reasons. Like that's it's just it's just a, a it just costs something. It, I don't think it sells more MacBooks. Is the thing it costs something and it doesn't sell more MacBooks. And they'd rather a part pocket that money and b use some of that money to do things like SD card readers and better webcams. Like they're, they're famously penny pinchy about every little thing, and I just don't think. Um, I, I don't think it's been a selling point of the MacBook for a long time. So, I, I, I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised either way. If yeah, I kind of wouldn't be surprised it. either way. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised either way. We all know it's going to have a Touch ID button. Yes, but whether the, the Touch Bar goes away, it, it feels like one of those rumors that's getting kind of maybe lost in translation somehow. Possibly, mm-hmm. if they do get rid of it, I can't wait to see what. Uh, whoever it is that's doing the presentation says about it, like how do they spin it in, a, in like this is an improvement now that we had this blast, this thing that no one really liked for five years, kind of like the, the the magic keyboard when they came out. They, uh, I, they'll either just not even mention it. it; it just won't. They won't bring it up. You'll just you'll just look at the picture and go like, hey, there's no touch bar. Um, or they will talk about how developers have loved their function keys. And, and have demanded like physical function keys and they're listening to all these developers who love their function keys. That's, that's my guess. It's one of those two ways. But they, they'll frame it as these are what professionals right. were trying to accommodate the professionals, mm-hmm. the, the developers, the video editors who rely on these keys. Yeah. And, and then they yeah, can come up and in with the SD card and the HDMI port and then things that right. are back. Yep. Yeah, yeah that, that would be my guess. And then finally, there's the feature that will make sure these uh, laptops sell like hotcakes, and that's the uh, possible upgrade of the FaceTime camera. Yes, that's a big <laughs> one. 1080p, finally, is what they're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I still haven't heard, we haven't heard a single rumor that they're doing the ultra-wide with right. center stage yeah, thing, center stage, which they yeah. really need to do on Macs. Um, it would be surprising if they didn't come out with that after the after the, even like the cheapest iPad has that. Like it would be yeah, weird if they I, didn't. I kind of uh, eventually yes, but I don't think it's going to be on these. I, th- I think this is just going to be the exact same webcam that's on the twenty uh, four inch iMac, which is a lot better. It's not just a resolution bump like was on the old Pro, the old iMac Pro and stuff like that. They had a ten eighty p webcam, but it's still garbage. Like it's a it's actually is a much better webcam you side by side it it is a much better webcam it's a lot clearer it's a lot better in low light the color is a lot better it's not grainy um it's but still they have that they have these awesome front-facing cameras on all their phones and tablets now um what do we think it's going to cost oh yeah good question i would say the 14 is gonna inch what does it start at now 18 well the 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 high end 13 starts at 18 the 13 Pro the with the M1 one starts at well, that that starts at 13. Thir- is it 12.99? 1299. Yeah, the the higher end with the Intel processor is 1800. I don't think it's going to be that. Uh, I my my guess is 1799. 1800 I'm going to say 19.99 for the 14 and 21.99 for the 16. Oh, 19.99, no, no less than two grand. 
It's good, right. I think it's going to be a big gap between that and the huh. and the entry level thirteen. Now the the uh, part of this prediction depends on storage stuff. We have there has been a rumor that it is going to start at five hundred twelve gigs yeah, storage, which is what that's what the sixteen starts at now. Five twelve and uh, six, sixteen gigs yeah. of RAM, five twelve gigs of storage. But that's not what they've done with the thirteen in the past. That's, so that's, the, the lower end is lower. Yeah. Yeah, and and. On the other hand, they are bumping up storage in some of their devices like iPads. And stuff. I mean, like iPhones. That's that's a tricky one. It could be $18.99 or $19.99 for the 14 if it's 512 gigs, which is honestly the version. You should not buy these 256 gig MacBook Pros anyways. I mean, they're right to, they're right to do that, but there is a bit of sticker shock when the cheapest version, even if that's not what you're going to buy, is kind of more expensive just to clarify jason the so the two gig core i5 uh, macbook pro 13 Mm -hmm. does have 512 and 16 and that starts at 1800 the lower end the 13 has eight and 256 and that's 1300 yeah so it would be similar similar entry-level specs to the to the Intel the Core i five Intel ones that they still sell that that's what I that's what I think that they're gonna target uh, something like eighteen hundred dollars seventeen ninety nine for the for the very entry level version I wonder if they're gonna have two different uh, chip SKUs we have heard in the past that that there would be like a sixteen the difference would be the GPU and there yeah. would be like a sixteen and a thirty two core GPU version man that's a massive chip 16 core GPU with the addition of other cores and cache and everything else they have to do on the CPU side as a monster chip. Yeah. I don't know how they do 32 without doing a separate chip. Like that's, that's a lot. And that, that would be a lot of need a lot of memory bandwidth and all that stuff. But if they do two versions of the chip, uh, this has the potential to be very expensive on the high end. I think they would charge a yeah. lot for that. That would be an expensive chip to manufacture. Uh, the yields well, right, would be right bad. Now the sixteen-inch goes up to. Well, there's a there's a configuration for twenty-eight hundred, but you can add to that even more and go well over three. Yeah, so, if you, you get a really big SSD in there. Yeah. Um, or even yeah, if you just I think the processor and the graphics card. I think there will be fewer configuration options because they're not going to offer different clock speeds and stuff. They're going to be at most two different processor options with two different GPU configurations at most. And mostly what you'll be paying for is either 16 or 32 gigs of RAM and just, just those two options, 16 or 32. And then probably four different SSD sizes, five, 12, one, one, two, three, one, two, four. I mean, one, two and four. Yeah. They do offer an eight, eight terabyte now, but it's 2,200 bucks. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know if they're going to keep doing that or something, but. Um, yeah, yeah they're gonna, I think they're going to pare down the number of configuration options and offering. You don't think 64 gigs of memory? You think 32 is, um, that'll be the max? Uh, yeah, I do. Because now that it's on package, they have right. to make separate right. packages and stuff for those things. And it's yep. that's costly. And it's to do that for the very, very narrow sliver of people who get 64. And we've seen how incredibly good the M1 yeah. Max right. operate on less RAM than the Intel ones, the uh, c- comparable Intel one. Like an 8 gig M1 Mac does not suffer the way an 8 gig Intel Mac does at right. all. I think we're going to see a 
prolonged ex- explanation of the RAM efficiency during this event because Maybe. there was some concern about that when the M1 came out. Mm. And they, I don't think they really did a good job of conveying that the RAM it shouldn't be that much of a concern. People are th- into these old habits of thinking how RAM works on their Mac and they need to be educated more about this, I think. Yeah, I don't think they really explain to people that there really is a shift here in um, in how much memory you need. That we've you, you, we have gotten in a rut of like how much memory do I need to do X, Y, and Z, and it's it's a different story on the Apple Silicon. So in general, you're, we're going to see higher prices for these MacBook Pros. But, I mean, maybe maybe you know higher ish. They're <laughs> the 16 inch Pro is already very expensive. Yeah, I, I think it's it, it might be. In the ballpark for the same storage, they're just going to get rid of all these 256 storage options, which you shouldn't have bought anyway. So it's going to appear it's going to appear that the entry level is going up, but the entry level is going to be more like it's going to give you more. That that would be my guess. We'll continue with the show in a moment. First, a word from our sponsor. Declutter is a fast, free and environmentally friendly way to sell your mobile phone, iPad, Apple Watch, and much more. Visit declutter.com slash Macworld, that's D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R dot com slash Macworld, to get cash for your device and use the code Macworld10, that's Macworld10, to get 10% extra on your trade-in. Declutter, it's smart for you, smart for the planet. And now, back to the show. So it's also possible that Apple will update the Mac Mini, we could see a new Mac Mini. There have been rumors that the Mac Mini will not just have a M1 chip, but also a redesign. But there were also rumors that because of supply constraints and everything, it could get pushed to 2022. It's funny that the Mac Mini, the original, the original, not the original, the, the, the M1 version of it was basically, you know, as Jason said before, the same case with an M1, but there was so much space in there because yeah. they, did, you know, they kept the same Intel case. So it was it was hilarious when people opened it up. Yeah, you open it up and there's all this empty room. So they have a lot of options. Uh, yeah, so the new one it would su- uh, supposedly take some of its cues from the 24-inch iMac in that it's basically like a, a kind of a clear plastic lid. Not clear, but like plastic with, a, with colors and a bunch more ports on the back and the a new power connector that to me sounds like the description of it sounds like exactly what we got on the 24 inch iMac, which makes sense that they would take that same plug and use it for the Mac mini man. And I tell you, if they do a, a Mac mini with an M one X processor and it's got more ports and stuff uh, as rumored, that's a really great little desktop computer. If you've got your own monitor and keyboard that you like, that is, I mean, who knows what the cost will be, but that is, that would be a killer little desktop. Yeah. I mean, there's an argument to be made that the M1 Mac mini right now is the best Apple Silicon Mac you can get the best value for sure. Sure. If you have, yeah. you know, the stuff that you need to, to run it. Yeah. So yeah, that, uh, an M1X version with what Jason just described would be just awesome if it's yeah. not like, you know thousand dollars which it probably won't be a lot of enthusiasts who use them as sort of headless things to run servers and 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 compile code you know offline you know they're they're working on an imac or a, a desk or a macbook or something like that and then they 
send compile jobs off to their network connected, no monitor, you know, Mac mini or something like that. Like that, they're going to love that kind of thing. The performance that they would get is just going to be killer. So do we think, or have the reports say that whether this M1X Mac mini will replace the M1 Mac mini or will it replace the current 1099 Intel Mac mini? I think that's what the second round of Macs, of Apple Silicon Macs, seem to be targeted at those higher end models that they kept around. So I don't think any of the lower ends are going to be replaced yet. I would think all the M1 versions will stick around until they get a design refresh next year. It'll be interesting next year. Once we get an Air with Apple Silicon uh, and stuff like that, will they will they even keep the a 13-inch like M2 MacBook Pro? Or will the Pros from then on just have these X things and higher and a 14-inch? Yeah. Like that, it then it'll be interesting. That they would. Because the right now the the Air versus the Pro, as we've written about numerous times, is like such a small difference in performance. Yes, it doesn't make any sense to keep that 13 inch Pro around if you can have a 14 to 16. Yep, and then that that newer MacBook Air. Yeah, you know, I, they, it might just go away. Yeah, so I think these stick around until they get the refresh on the lower the the refresh of more than just the processor on the lower end stuff next year, and then then it gets a the whole lineup will get kind of simplified a little bit. There'll be the air just for, that'll be your $1,500 and below. And that'll be an, like an M2. And then the pros will be your 14 and 16. That'll be an M2 X only and so on. Yeah. And, and they could even keep around the M1 air for like 900 bucks if they wanted to, because that's still going to be perfectly capable. Yeah. Without the redesign with the old. Right. Right. The, the, current, design the current design. Yeah. 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 That's possible too. Yeah. That becomes their entry level mm-hmm. affordable model right. that they just keep around and then never gets updated for like two yeah. Their <laughs> version of the iPhone yeah. SE. The iPhone 12 or whatever. That's yeah. and the uh, uh, 21 yeah. inch iMac. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, you know what? That there, that's just an idea. Like they, they keep that around. They call it the, um, they call it the Mac SE. And sure. it's, and it's yeah, yeah. right. That's and it's, not a bad idea. and it's eight ninety nine, and it's the old, what, what is the current, uh, iPad air design, but not the new one coming up and has an M one. And they only updated every two years with yeah. last year's best chip, but it's, it's gotten out all the fancy stuff. And then schools can get it for like six ninety nine or something Yeah, like that's not that's, necessarily I mean, a, a bad idea. No, not at all. Still be a pretty good Mac. So that's probably what we'll see for in terms of Mac hardware. We'll probably also see some news about Monterey, Mac OS Monterey, the latest version of the Mac operating system. Uh, it was revealed during WWDC. It's the only operating system that Apple has left that hasn't shipped officially yet, that hasn't gone Golden Master and uh, right. been brought out to the general public. It's the last one. It seems like a natural for this event because yeah, those new Macs will have Monterey as well. Mm-hmm. So do you guys think it will actually ship at the event or will they announce a date? Uh, probably a date, maybe a day or two later, maybe a week later. But yeah, it's usually, they don't usually. I think the beta testers, uh, the developers and beta testers will get what is the Golden Master version right. um, on, on kind of the day of the event. And then it'll roll out to everybody else either a couple days later or a week, like a week later. Of note, 
uh, well, SharePlay isn't there yet, just like the um, iPhone, uh, iOS, but uh, Universal Control, not, n- <laughs> no hide, hide nor hair is anywhere to be seen in that thing. Yeah. SharePlay came and went in betas, but not, uh, and, and is back back in iOS 15.1 beta, and iPadOS and stuff like that. Um, so I think that's probably going to come, if not in the first release of macOS, it's going to come in that first update. But we haven't, nobody's even seen tests of universal control. And that was the coolest thing. That's the coolest <laughs> thing. So that, that's the feature where you can put an iPad near your Mac and kind of use it as like a separate extended yeah just move your mouse cursor straight off your mac screen and just kind of push it into your ipad screen there's no funky setup or anything you just do it uh and and mac to mac they also put like a macbook on the other side of an imac and use that as an extra display just move your mouse right over there kind of makes your um your keyboard and mouse and stuff hooked up to a mac all into like a wireless KVM switch or something where you're just switching your mouse. And yeah. And you don't even, according to the, the demo, you don't even have to really do anything. Like it's just, you put it close enough mm-hmm. and it recognizes it. And, and you, and then you, you remove it and you, and you, and you move on. There was a, re- a report that, you know, I think it was nine to five Mac that they were technically able to enable it a couple of betas ago with, with some, with some, with some, you know, hacking or whatever. Yeah. But, changing a P list value or something. Yeah. Yeah. But there's nothing, no one has any idea what Apple's up to with this feature. It's it's, it's, it's interesting. And it was the one thing in that whole um, update of about the thing that just kind of looked like magic. Like there were a lot of features that we thought, oh, that's nice. That's a nice feature. That's good. And that was the thing that we were just like, whoa, that is, that's the Apple like ecosystem magic that we expect to see. And nothing. It, it, it was it was the Steve Jobs boom moment. Like yeah, you can, you can and they him, really underplayed it because it was so cool. And it, you just you put you as you move your mouse off onto your iPad, you'll see kind of bulge out, and you kind of push it into your iMac to like connect. And that's all you got to do to connect. And they were actually like, and then you could just drag a file off of your iPad and in straight into Final Cut, like on your Mac, and all oh, this cool stuff. Was, oh, this is this is what we want. It was one of those things where, like, you kind of wish there was the audience because they would have been all this, like, gasping and, and, right. and, and, and yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if we'll hear anything about that. It would be nice if, if this event uh, next week said anything about it, demoed it again or something and just said, and, and coming soon, coming this year or whatever, you know. Uh, MacBook Pro 2016 and later, MacBook 2016 and later. So it's not like it's an M1 feature, right? Even no. even that, like it, like it works. But no, I think it's everything with at least, uh, probably everything with a certain Bluetooth chip or later is probably mm-hmm. the cutoff. Yeah, it says Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, and handoff turned on. That's all. So get your Macs ready for Monterey if you're looking for looking to upgrade to that. You know, back up your information and stuff. We'll have guides of all the uh, how to make like a USB key, a USB upgrade stick, and all that other good stuff that we always have. Some users still always want to do that. It's not a bad idea. Sometimes you know, and something goes wrong during <laughs> during a system update, and your thing feels like bricked. It's nice to know that you can boot into Disk Utility and plug in a USB stick and go. Let me get let me get back going going here. So another th- rumor that's been bandied about as to what could be revealed at Unleash are new AirPods. 
The perennial AirPods. Yes. <laughs> so, and not the AirPods Pro. These are the regular AirPods. The third gen AirPods that we've been waiting for for at least a year and a half. <laughs> so they're supposed to have shorter ear stems uh, and a charger that looks that resembles more like the Pro type charger. The case, uh, or the case, yeah, yeah. yeah. and. The the earbud shape is supposed to be different, so yeah, um, and you can expect you can expect different sound quality. Um, I'm sure they'll talk about how much better the sound quality is. I don't know how much better it'll be compared to like the Pro and stuff. It'll probably do all the Pro stuff except noise canceling. So the things yep. like um, the directional sound stuff um, and the the listening modes where. Uh, it's like an assistive mode that you have, they have on the pro now where you can like conversation focus and conversation boost, Yeah, conversation boost. That's what it is. Um, stuff like that. I think it's going to do those things. And the differentiating factor will be that the pros probably have a little bit better sound because they have sealed ear tips and they have noise canceling. Yes. Slightly better battery life. Maybe, um, they're talking about possibly the, mm-hmm. the AirPods get a little bit of battery life. Um, I'm assuming that Find My support that they just brought to the AirPods Pro and AirPods Max would also come to the third gen AirPods yes, as well. Yeah. You know, nothing super groundbreaking. The biggest thing is that the stems will be shorter. It'll it'll look at a, in, in your ear closer to the AirPods Pro yeah. than the than the what is it five extra millimeters? Well, and, and the different the ear AirPods. shape that ought to be really interesting to see. Do they stay in your ears better and stuff than yeah. the current? current AirPods do. Um, and we have no idea about the price, but certainly regular AirPods after, after their initial rush where you couldn't get them for like months, um, they were on sale pretty regularly. It was mm-hmm. and na- these days. It is not hard to find them for like 50 bucks off and stuff. So they've become a reasonably affordable option. There's also rumors that the case will be only available wirelessly and so that would push it to what one seventy nine? Is that the price of them now? One sixty? Yeah. Seven. When you mean only wirelessly, you mean like the pros? They do have the lightning connector. Well, yeah. They right, just right. mean you won't be able to get a version of the case that has no Without wireless it. charging. Right. Correct. So you know, small, relatively small upgrade, but it'll still sell like crazy because people love AirPods. Yeah, but they already sell like crazy. In my mind, yeah, right. They don't. They don't have to even change them. In my mind, it, it's a, it's an odd fit for this event, but I don't think it necessarily matters when Apple releases AirPods. They're still going to show because they're still going to sell, but they made more sense, obviously, at the last one, which was iPhone, iPad, you know, more mobile stuff. But I mean, it's not like they don't work with Macs, but I think most people are buying them for iPhones. If they, yeah, if they announce them at all, then it's only because they're not going to have another event this year. Like the, what's what's what would be the next event before? Not just AirPods. Like uh, yeah, there's nothing really else expected this yeah. year, so it'd be just like oh, and we're also sticking this in there. Yeah, or they could just do them sometime straight next to- month because they feel like it. Because yeah, straight to web. The second gen no AirPods. Yeah, AirPods Pro, AirPods Max. They were all just press releases on a on a Tuesday morning or Wednesday morning, mm-hmm. so they don't have to bring them out at an event. But uh, it's one of those things that literally every Apple event for like the last year and a half, AirPods are coming and then they don't. Yeah. So don't don't be surprised if they don't. (laughs) Apple tends to like to have a warm-up announcement. They like to do something small before the major stuff. Sure. 
So I could see the AirPods filling that role. Yeah. Because I don't, unless they like decide to talk about some show or something like that, or like this past event, <laughs> um, the California streaming event, they talked about Apple TV before they started talking about the phones. So I could see the iPods, the AirPods filling that role. Um, yeah, and if they don't, it would be Monterey. Because that Monterey announcement would be relatively quick as well, since they're, they're not going to go all over all the features again. I, 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 I inadvertently said iPods. You think there'll be a new iPod? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was there a rumor? Didn't I see a rumor saying that the iPod Touch would be uh, might be updated? I thought I uh, saw that. But the rumor was that they were sold out or discontinuing or it yeah right but right I don't, that's I don't, what it was i don't know who buys it i don't even know if apple remembers they sell it most days <laughs> yeah but it's it's still very it's the old design is i think it has like an a8 or something you know it's fine i guess for some people and like i don't know why you would opt to buy that i think it's like 200 bucks or something yeah it's not that cheap and I know I just don't know why you wouldn't just get an iPhone SE for for you know sure it's twice as much but you're getting way 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 more for it. Yeah, even if you're, some people used to buy them for like here this is my kid distraction device and you would just you know uh, it, now these days you just get the the basic model the iPad, iPad yeah. for that because right. kids like using the bigger one way more and they're watching shows anyways and stuff. But yeah, even if you were just going to get something like just as a as a kid distraction device, you get an SE and just don't put a SIM card or anything in it. It's a, it, the SE is a better iPad touch than the iPad touch. iPod touch. Anything else we expect? Are there any wild cards you guys think could, uh, I think the, there's one wild card and that would be a new display. If they come out with a higher end Mac mini and the, the, uh, you know, also the, it would work with the pro. We've been hearing rumors about that for a while. Apple hasn't made its own display other than the ridiculously expensive um, XDR one for for a while, like you know, like an affordable home display for a long time. And there were rumors a little while ago that they were working on one like an XDR it would look like 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 the XDR display, but be you know way way cheaper. Yeah. So I'm going to throw Probably that in not as, my, as my wild not card. Not as bright, rooms. not as many zones, right. all that stuff. Be cool no, if it no had nano XDL class or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool if it had ProMotion or something. But yeah, sure. so yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I yeah, that's that would be the wild card. There's also a larger version of the iMac. They have the yeah. 24, and there's rumors that there's a, a 27 to 30, a replacement for the 27 inch iMac, the current 27 inch iMac coming that would also have this X series processor, you know? Um, yeah, there's that one. The that one. Most rumors have said that's probably next year, but yeah, that could, yeah. you know, that could come to the thing with Max is that they don't like the, the rumors on Max are, aren't as trafficked as rumors on iPhone. So they can surprise us with Max. Don't be surprised if something like that comes out. I mean, we might get that instead of the Mac Mini. We just don't really know what Apple has up its sleeve. Although, I would be absolutely shocked if we didn't get MacBook Pros. Like, that's the one thing that they, I think we're pretty much solid in saying that those are coming. Whether or not you're going to be able to buy one or find one is another question. But yeah, yeah. they're definitely getting here. They are under the gun to, the, to meet this sort of two-year transition period where all their products run on Apple Silicon. Yeah. They, pretty much fully get rid of Intel and there's some 
there's a ways to go before they get the Mac Pro to yeah. to fill in that gap. Uh, and uh, who knows if they even do an, an iMac Pro anymore. But um, that's going to be the, the <laughs> we're we're coming up on two years, depending on whether you consider it two years from the first products launching or two years from the announcement at WWDC mm-hmm. last year. Um, you know, they, they need to keep moving on this. So we, we definitely expect Macs, MacBook Pros for sure. Yeah. And, you know, the new chip and all that stuff. But yeah, the, the Mac Pro is interesting. I don't know how they're going to tackle that next year or the year after. Either. There's a lot of questions there I have. Uh, yeah, I have a ton of questions about how they scale it beyond what would be this this right. sort of M1 exiting just purely from a chip manufacturing standpoint of making you make chips really, 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 really big. Uh, your yields go terrible. They get super, super expensive. It's hard to scale. You have thermal problems. There's all this, you know, so they, they're going to have to make some sort of multi-chip solution and there are a lot of ways they could go with this. They could separate out the GPU. They could just have two, essentially two M1Xs that run in, in parallel and talk mm-hmm. to each other and have some, some sort of very fast communication bus between them or something. Like, I, I just I have no idea. I have no idea what magic yeah. they have up their sleeves for this. And they're going to have to, like, really deliver because the, the people who buy the MacBook Pro are, you know, people like us. There are some super high-end people Right, they just they want a faster, better Mac. The people who buy that Mac Pro have completely different needs than the normal people. So yeah, Apple can't just say, "Oh, here's a, a a faster version." You know, they really have to sit down and figure that out. As evidenced by the 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 last one, took so long to get that modular version out. They kept delaying and delaying and delaying because you got to get that right. And then, you know, do they even have any real modularity? Do they, because if they're doing yeah, their own GPU the, and stuff, for sure. do they let you put in a GPU uh, or, or, you know, do they, is, are they going to put only a GPU? Are they going to keep working with AMD and just have like right. AMD's top workstation GPU in there? And then the chip they make has no GPU on it. It's all their own Apple Silicon cores. And that's, I, I don't know. There's so, so many ways they could go with this. I have no clue. Yeah. There's also rumors that they're going to keep around the Intel model and even upgrade it between now and then as well. And they didn't yeah. say they wouldn't do that. They did say it, they it, it wasn't that long ago that they had just kind of a parts upgrade for the for the graphics. Yeah. So the event is on Monday. It's at 10 a.m. Pacific time. 10 a.m. Pacific time. So check your uh, do your time conversion based on your location. It's, it's uh, the same as every other Apple event. So whenever well, you watch it last Monday. time, you can watch it this time. Yeah. So Monday is except it's on Monday, Monday is an yeah, odd which is day. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Next week we have Tuesday is the Pixel event, the Google Pixel event, and then Wednesday Samsung just announced they're having a, an event as well. So it's it's a busy it's a busy tech week next week. You can watch the event on Apple's website, on Apple's YouTube channel. If you have an Apple TV, you can. You watch it on the Apple TV. You can watch it on an actual Apple if you'd like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can use the TV app on the iPhone, iPad, and Mac to watch it. So there are plenty of ways to watch it. Uh, Even if you are watching it on Windows, you can just watch it on Apple's website. 
Well, you can just watch YouTube on it. Yeah, just Windows machine. Well, we'll <laughs> we'll embed the YouTube video in our how to watch article that'll be up there at some time if you feel like searching. And we'll have full coverage of the event, so check out macworld.com for the latest news on the event. So that does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 764. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. Thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. And thanks to Declutter for sponsoring the podcast. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast in the podcast app on Spotify or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time. Mm